The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And good morning, the Retirement Clinic on WISN and WIBA in Madison. Good morning. Welcome aboard. Okay, I got to explain the still spits comment before the show because Bob and Craig from Redefine looked at me like I was crazy. Uh-oh. It's Joe Still and Aaron Spitzner. This is now going to be the name. It's the Still okay. Spitz Show. <laughs> as long as it. you guys are okay with it. I'm okay with anything. Yeah. Joe? I've been... I've been called a lot of terrible things. Sorry. <laughs> Worse than that. Yeah. yeah and, that's, a, that's good. And I got approval that's, that's from clever. Jeff Kowal. All right. You know, the big guy gave me the approval. So we're good to go. Uh, so Joe Still, good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas, Paul. Merry Christmas, Joe. Thank you. Aaron Spitzer, welcome back. Hey. Good morning to you. Thank you. Good morning. We have much to do. Yep. We are live here on the Saturday before Christmas, the 19th of December. The Retirement Clinic obviously focuses on what the Kowal Investment Group does best, and that is your retirement plan. So along the way, if you have questions, comments, you can call in, and we have the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line open for you at 414-799-1130. Uh, these voices... The voices of Joe and Aaron are heard Monday through Friday. You guys do those market updates, Joe. And those are uh, on both stations. I know you only get about a minute, but you cover a lot of ground. Yeah, we do our best. Uh, uh, Alyssa, our um, expert on the marketing side, uh, puts together a nice report for us. And then we tweak it a little bit uh, depending on what's happening in the market. And uh, it's actually a lot of fun uh, to see, you know, to, to update everyone on what's going on. Um, and we're always trying to get Mark to comment on, on those market reports. So we're, you know, in, As in, in the belling. back, in, in, yes, in the back of our head, we're trying to find something that, that he might find. And he often does. He, yeah. uh, yeah. so they air at the beginning of his show three o'clock during the five o'clock news block. Uh, on WISM, but also in Madison as well when the Vicki McKenna show is on, on WIBA in the 4 o'clock news. So that's Monday through Friday. Then we get a full show, a full hour for the Retirement Clinic. We've been doing this show since, believe it or not, guys, 2001. I believe the first show was the week after 9-11. And uh, we were doing wall-to-wall coverage back then. Uh, That's dominated for probably two or three weeks. That's all we've covered here. So, yeah, Joe, or uh, Jeff, I should say, was part of all of that, and we go way back, and we talk about retirement. Now, one of the things we're going to cover on today's show, and I'll give the website out right now if you want to check it out, thekowalway.com. The theme of the show will be eight things, and we're going to talk about this segment that's on your website, you guys, uh, but there is a blog, eight things to consider if you plan to retire in 2021. Do yeah. either of you plan on retiring in 2021? No, it's going to be a while before. Uh, well, Aaron, you're you're a millennial, so you're not ready. Oh, millennials are ready. I, <laughs> trust me. Everybody got in the Robin Hood and, and Bitcoin and all that. They're going to pass you right, pa- you know, right by. You're still going to be working. They're all going to be retired. Uh, you may be right about that. Bitcoin. That, maybe we can talk about that today. That'd be fun. Uh, cryptocurrency back in the news. We're hearing a oh, lot yeah. about Bitcoin. Uh, but first off, that topic. There's a blog on your website, and I think Jeff wrote it, Joe. Yes, uh, Jeff wrote it, and uh, we put it up there, and it's it gives some great advice, and I thought it would be a great thing to go over today, being um, 
close to the end of the year. And, you know, a lot of people are doing uh, 2021 planning right now, which is uh, a very uh, good idea to look forward. We're coming off a year, we're ending a year that obviously went up and down. um, And it's been a really crazy year uh, with the whole COVID and and all of that stuff going on. Uh, But if you look at the markets, if you stayed invested this year, you did pretty darn good for the most part. If you had a diversified portfolio this year, um, you've had a really good year. It's amazing when you look back to COVID in March and Aaron, I don't know, the markets are 35%. Some plans weren't down 35 40%. Yeah, and even going through some, uh, sitting down with some clients that I was meeting with back in May uh, and June, looking at their reports from May and June to where they are now, it's uh, – you know, it's completely different. Uh, it's a completely different conversation, and uh, and kudos to to you know everybody for for staying invested through all that because it wasn't easy. Uh, but it was I think something of- we've never. I mean, I've never been through a pandemic like this before. I'm 54 years old. I don't think you have, Aaron. No, no. <laughs> I, I I think that though that a lot of like almost. Because 2000 and 2008, 2009 aren't that far away, a lot of people still have that in the back of their minds that it's best to stay invested. Uh, I just think that the surprise of how quickly things rebounded um, was there this year, which which didn't happen, you know, back in 08, 09. But this year, I mean, that that V-shaped recovery that they talk about, the market got back, you know, jumped back pretty quickly. Uh, Looking at a V on a chart going way down. Yep. And now it's been it's up not only back to even but above that. Obviously, I mean mm-hmm. the Dow's at record highs and Nasdaq record highs. Joe, absolutely, it it's been amazing. And I I remember doing uh, this show back in March, and we were talking about the chances of of a V shaped recovery happening, and the experts were all saying not a chance. You know, the majority of the experts. Uh, on Quote, the media unquote, were, right, expert. Oh, right, yeah, right. the, we're the saying, pundits were saying, saying, no way, no way. There were some that were saying, absolutely, we could see this. And, and we were saying, we want, we are telling our clients, let's stay invested. Uh, let's use this as an opportunity to, to rebalance your portfolios, to buy some more stocks at a nice discount. Mm-hmm. Because we were convinced that this was going to be a short-term event. We we obviously didn't have a crystal ball, but we were looking at it going, we think this is going to be short-term. We think we're going to see a pretty good recovery in the third quarter. And we did. We had the shortest recession in history, which is one quarter. And that was so, the second quarter. So and officially we did, we were in a recession. We were. Uh, we prior to COVID, we were in one of the best and longest bull runs in the history of the country. Yeah. Yeah. We, and, and, you know, the, the, we define a recession as two quarters of negative GDP growth. And that's what we saw in the first and second quarter. Uh, but then we came back in the third quarter and saw a nice recovery. And, you know, if you look forward, um, even though we're seeing economic activity drop a little bit um, because of some of the larger state shutdowns, uh, we still see 2021 as being a pretty good year. Uh, as long as the vaccine gets um, distributed and, and we see some good results from that. Uh, we're going to see economies opening up throughout the country, uh, in, in some of these States that have, that have, have gone the other way. Mm -hmm. And we have no reason to feel like we're not going to see a decent 2021. And I, I don't know what your thoughts are, but the guys I follow. And when I say guys, the economists and analysts that I follow are all predicting growth 
in 2021. Let's put COVID aside, pretend like it's not there right now. Yes, the vaccines are out. This is all encouraging, right? It's good news. Aside from that, Aaron, the economy, got to remember, rewind prior to COVID was kicking serious butt. Yeah, it, it's funny you say that because I compare it to, it's kind of a weird analogy, uh, but I compare it to like going into surgery, right? If you're going to have shoulder surgery, a lot of times they have you strengthen up those muscles before you go into surgery so you have a quicker recovery when you get out. It's almost like our economy was, you know, running on all cylinders, things were going good. You know, we, we hit this roadblock, uh, we shut things down, but because we were in such a good position going into it, I think it, that's what helped uh, with the rebound coming out of it. If it was questionable or a slightly weaker economy, we may have not rebounded like we did. Yeah, I think it maybe would take a little bit longer. Now, uh-huh. think if you would have gotten out. Okay, I'm down 35 40%. I'm just watching my, my 401k crash. I'm getting out. Or I'm just getting, I'm going to cash. Boy, would you have missed out. Big time. And, and looking back now, obviously, uh, that was a bad decision. But the key is when we have huge... Uh, when we have a lot of volatility, what tends to happen is we have big down days, real close to big up days. So people say, okay, we had this huge down day. You know, we're now in a bear market. I'm going to take my money out. What, what do they do? They don't get back in at the right time because you have to be right twice. So you miss time. And, so you and miss time the market. Twice. And you miss some of the biggest gains in, in you know, history. These are historic. Historic gains. And that will kill your long-term return. And, you know, we, we work with predominantly people in retirement or close to retirement. There's no way we're going to take that risk with their money because that could kill their gains moving forward. I mean, that's their, that's their retirement nest egg. That's yeah. their future. Yeah. Um, since I've known Jeff since 2001, he's talked about that long and steady, you know, get in that 401k, especially if you've got a match, keep putting it away. Now, a 401k is not the only retirement tool. There are many vehicles. There's Correct. so many ways to invest. But in general, uh, we have rebounded. So, okay, so that kind of sets the stage for 2021. It looks like we're on path. Hopefully, if things continue, maybe we're allowed to go back to a Bucks or Brewers game. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> that would be. Go to our favorite restaurants, see a movie. And actually take a mask off, right? Maybe that we get back to that in 2021, or maybe we don't. Despite that, life goes on, right? right? So what we're going to dive into right now is the eight things to consider if you plan to retire. I know the blog is for 2021, but we could kind of widen that, say, just anytime soon. Maybe right. it's going to be in two years if you plan right. to retire in the right. next three years. Right. Um, what to consider? This is off of a blog that Jeff Kowal did himself. And he is, of course, the president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. It's on thekowalway.com, thekowalway.com. All right, guys, where do we start? I know we got a break in just a couple of minutes, but I want to get this ball rolling. Yeah. So, you know, the, the premise of, of this blog is uh, it, it's been a crazy year. Uh, you know, if, if you look at, if you were planning to retire soon, um, you know, back, let's say you're back in March and you're looking at it going, okay, there's no way I'm going to retire. Well, now we've had a huge recovery and your portfolio looks really good. Um, maybe things aren't so good at work. You know, everything has changed with maybe you're working from home and you don't want to do that. Um, so maybe it now is a really good time to look at retirement for next year. And, and what are those things to consider? Uh, when, when you're trying to make that decision, first of all, um, assess if you're ready to retire. And what do we mean by that, uh, for you and your spouse? Um, you know, what are you going to do with all that free time? 
Uh, and we've talked about this in Ooh, the past. I, I got some ideas. <laughs> no, I got friends that are retired. They said, Paul, watch out what you wish for. Right. Because uh, one of them is just awfully bored. Right. And he said it all right. We had breakfast last week. Yeah. So I'm kind of bored. Yeah. I said, okay, I think I would not have a problem with that. And he said, I thought the same thing. Right. Until right. it happened. That, you can only do little household projects, the honeydew list so often. And, right. you know, you got to mix up your days. You got to get out. You got to do stuff. Right. COVID has been a challenge. Yes. And talk to your spouse. Put a plan together. What, what are you guys going to do? Are you going to volunteer? Are you going to do some part-time work? Over, you know, probably about 25% of people that retire go back to work in some form or fashion. Not for the money, but uh, for the 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 purpose, you know, and, and feeling like you ha- you're doing something good. Um, you know, what are some of the other things that, that you're going to do in retirement? Um, you know, talk with a specialist, uh, you know, come up with that game plan to, to be able to have some activities. Wait, I got a question. So right and we got a break here and then we'll come back and we're going to get really into these eight things to do. Do you talk to your wife first or do you talk to the specialist first? (laughs) Um, I would say talk to your wife first uh-huh. for sure. Uh, and, yeah. and, and I'm talking maybe the maybe your wife is going to retire before you. There's yeah. a lot of two people in, working in the household, right. not just one. Right. But if you're going to retire, you got to make sure you're on that same page. Right. And and the other thing is, maybe you start working part time or dial back the hours that you're working to transition and and have a transition period so you can get ready for retirement. So you're weaning yourself weaning off yourself of work yes. and into retirement. We're going to pick up on the eight things to consider if you plan to retire in 2021 or maybe in the next, you know, 2022. If you uh, have questions, please give us a call. We got a lot coming up. The boss segment with Aaron Kowal, the sexy segment like we do every week on the Retirement Clinic. We continue with the Still Spitz Show. Joe Still and Aaron Spitzner on WISN and WIBA. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owners' savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Well, it's unknown how Biden's tax plan will unfold. As much as riding on the Georgia Senate runoffs, one thing remains true for all business owners. It's better to pay less than more. Fortunately, there are steps business owners can take to reduce the taxes they will owe for 2020. Number one. Qualified business income deduction created through the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act for owners of pass-through businesses. Business owners may be eligible to to deduct up to 20% of their qualified business income if their 2020 taxable income is less than $163,300. Number two, new depreciation rules under the CARES Act allows businesses to take the 100% depreciation deduction on investments made in any of the last three years and recognize them in whichever years are most favorable for them. Number three, set up a retirement plan. It is getting late in the year, but there's still little time left for businesses to set up a defined benefit or defined contribution retirement plan and deduct contributions made to it. Number four, employee retention credits. If you didn't obtain a forgivable loan through the Paycheck Protection Program, but your business has been negatively affected by the pandemic, you could be eligible. Any business whose gross receipts has fallen more than 50% in a quarter this year compared to the same quarter in 2019 could receive a credit of up to $5,000 per employee that you have kept on payroll. 
Work with your tax professional to see if your business qualifies for on any of the previously listed deductions or any of the other deductions that may be available to you. If you need help getting started, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040. Aaron Kowal, today's boss, a minute. That's for business owners, savings, and security. Get it? BOSS, B-O-S-S, it's an acronym. We do this every week. And just real quickly, I guess, Joe and Aaron, we should mention business owners have a retirement plan too. Sometimes it's their business. Correct. A lot of business owners have all of their assets. You know, they've taken the risk, they've taken their capital, they put it all in their business, and they have to come up with a plan of how do I get those assets out of the business now uh, so I can use those assets to generate income mm-hmm. for retirement. That yeah, might and be considerable assets too in many cases, right? Absolutely. And we work with them on coming up with that game plan of how are you going to generate your income in retirement? And a lot of these uh, business owners have family members that maybe are coming into the business and a, a next generation that's taking over. And so it's extremely important to put together a really solid plan for how is how are mom and dad going to live off of their assets? Yep. Um, and then how do we pass this business on to, you know, the the son or daughter or or a few and make sure that they can keep that business going? I don't want to get too far afield here. and We'll get back to our topic in a bit. But Aaron, I'll ask you this. if Should you have other retirement plans outside of just your business? Should you be thinking about, you know, an IRA or something else? Yeah. And, and um, that's a big part of it, too, is looking down the road five to 10 years, uh, maybe you know, the example Joe provided is, you know, it's spot on. There's a lot of business owners out there who continue to reinvest their capital in their business, grow the business. Um, but as you look down the road at retirement uh, and, and an exit strategy, uh, if you don't have those other assets in some sort of a retirement plan, that's where we can help you set something up, whether it be a SEP IRA, uh, simple IRA, so you can, um, you know, have a plan for your uh, employees and, and help with the retention and keeping them uh, loyal to the business and around a little bit longer. Um, so yeah, we, we've been doing a lot of that lately with, with getting these plans established and, and also enrolling, uh, the employees into the plan as well. The Kowalway.com is your website for the Kowal Investment Group. Today's topic on the retirement clinic, and we got off to a good start, but we just kind of started. The eight things you should consider. This is a blog on the Kowalway.com by Jeff Kowal. The blog is about the eight things to consider if you plan to retire soon. Maybe it's 2021, maybe it's 2022, or soon. Soon means soon, right? The next yeah. year or two. Yeah, and these are all, all of these items are things that we talk about um, with our clients and prospective clients uh, all the time. And we help frame these conversations to make sure that they're thinking about every piece of the puzzle. Uh, you know, the next one is don't go it alone. Uh, we've talked a little bit about that. Give our office a call, 262-522-4040, uh, and we will help you put together this plan. Um, and then the next two, I'll combine these. Kind of take an inventory of your assets, take an inventory of your income. So what assets do you have? And that again, that's a very important piece of the puzzle in putting that plan together. What assets do you have to generate income that you can live off of? And then, you know, if you look at, and that includes, um, you know, assets in your business, as we've talked about, um, assets in a 401k, assets in IRA. What about Maybe, tangible assets, your home? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a piece of the puzzle. Maybe you have life insurance. Um, 
you know, that uh, you have a big cash value and that you can use. Um, so all of those things are important to make an assessment of and understand how do these fit within my plan and how can they help me within retirement. When you, took, when you take a look at, uh, you know, taking an inventory of your income, uh, I call it mailbox income. Where do you have mailbox income that's coming in? Do you have a pension? Uh, Wait, define me. I want to ask you, what is mailbox income? That is income that's coming in every single month, no oh. matter what happens to your portfolio. So it could be Social Security? Social Security um, is, is the biggest one, right, uh, for, for most people. Uh, having a pension, there's still a fair amount of, you know, uh, most of them are, are in, uh, you know, government types of in, uh, uh, jobs, but um, you still have a number of companies that still have pension plans out yeah. there. Yeah, they're not totally gone. They're not. They're not completely. Gone. We look at uh, public school teachers, um, fire, police. Those are all pension, right? Right. Right. Um, also, going back to Social Security mailbox income, I, I I should know this, but is Social Security still a check you get every week, or is it a direct deposit? It's going to be a direct deposit. Okay. Yeah, for the most. It's like part. my like my paycheck. Obviously, that play, plays into your plan. Social Security and absolutely. What uh, age big, you decide to retire? It's a big portion. And, you know, there's a lot of talk out there, and I don't want to get deep into Social Security, but uh, people worried about Social Security running out of money and, and you know, our generation's not having um, as much money. Um, We've been hearing that for years. Yeah. Uh, the, the good thing about Social Security is you're always going to have an income stream coming in through uh, payroll taxes. So um, the problem is we're getting so many people on retirement and they're living so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and politicians that might so, want to raid that fund. That's right, what we hear. Right. So there, there are going to have to be some changes made. And, and I feel very confident that those changes will be made in the future. But um, Spitzer's I guess we'll has got a little smirk on his face. <laughs> I just laughed at that uh, political jab you had in there. Uh, you caught I that, that huh? was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but I always think about the social security thing, too. I don't know how many times we sit down with prospective clients, and, and as we go through our questionnaire, we get to know them a little bit better. You go through all these details that Joe's talking about, and you get to that social security area. And uh, a, a lot of prospective clients, they say, I, I haven't even looked at my numbers yet. Uh, where do I even go to look at it? How do I find these details? And uh, don't worry about putting in the plan. Well, it is, it, it becomes a pretty... You know, a substantial amount of what Joe called his mailbox income, I call it reliable income. I mean, we both call it two different things. Same, you know, but that dependable income that's coming in every single month. Um, but it's that certainly helps. not yeah. your retirement plan incomplete. That's not enough to get, right? For most of If I'm just, yeah, not, for most of us, it's not going to be enough to maintain my quality of life that I have. But it, it reduces your, your dependency on the portfolio. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, that, I don't want to get too yeah, far yeah. off of no, field. No, no, that, that rolls into our next, um, our next item is have a cash flow analysis done by a professional. So we call it our retirement cash flow. It's something that is is a centerpiece of our planning. And you really need to do that. So you're assessing your assets. Uh, I'll call it liabilities too. We didn't talk about that. Hopefully, uh, you know, those aren't too high, but if they are, you have to put that in the plan. Um, and then assessing your income and then putting that all together to answer the question, do you have enough income to provide or assets to provide the income you need throughout your whole retirement? And so we do a deep dive in that analysis and come out with the cash flow for your retirement. And do we feel confident that you have enough? And how do we know that? Well, we stress test it a few ways. 
We use the Monte Carlo simulation to stress test the real world. We know the market isn't going to go up 5% every year. So what Monte Carlo does is it does a thousand different trials on your plan, um, you know, predicting what if the market goes up for the next 10 years, but then drops for 20? What if it goes up for 20, but then stays mm -hmm. flat for another 10? You know, and, and it spits back a probability of success. So that's one way to stress test the portfolio. The other way we stress test it is we assume a 2008 type of event is going to happen your first year of retirement, the first year you need to start taking assets, or excuse me, income off of those assets. You assume worst case scenario? Worst case scenario. So we, we plan assuming the worst, but hoping for the best. I like that. we want you to be prepared for a 2008 event, even though it, it's, it's not highly probable that that's going to happen. If it does, you're prepared and you don't have to change your lifestyle in retirement. You know, the flip have a, side is assuming everything's going to be peachy and we're going to be in the best market ever. And then things go south and we're not ready. Right, right. We, yeah, and, and the uh, the nice part about having that plan in place, then, is it's not just a one-stop shop where you look at it, okay, I can retire, um, we're done. Uh, that's a plan you go back to for other decision-making uh, items if you're looking at Social Security or pension. The other thing, uh, looking at the plan, is we talked a little bit earlier in the show about uh, the market, when the market – uh, was down in March, and clients were, you know, hey, should I do something? Uh, should I, should I sell? Should I go to cash? And having that plan in place, you can go back to it and say, hey, we planned for this. We stress tested these types of scenarios, and you're fine. Uh, we you go know back what? To that Emotions planning. get the better of us, though, because oh, yeah. I was there. I was with everybody else in March, looking at my four every day. The Dow's down, whatever. Remember right. the 2,000, 3,000 point drop in a day or whatever? Yeah. That, oh, my yeah. God. My goodness. The next day I checked, I'm, I'm freaking out. So, so that's what the, if the what plan. If you, yeah. I go to Paul. Hey, Paul, look at the plan. You're going to be all right. right. Stop watching these guys on, on TV because yep. they're going to tell you that you know the, the Dow's going to zero, right? I Water mean, cooler in the kitchen. Yeah. Everybody is freaking out. Right. What I just you, lost 80, 80 grand in one day. What well, if did you, you had, really? Uh, what if you had just retired? And we had a, I had a number of clients that I worked with that had just retired in January or February. Mm -hmm. And we had a conversation, and we took them right back to that cash flow analysis and said, we already, we already prepared for this. Yeah, We prepared. Now, we don't think the market is going to be down 25 30% at the end of this year. And That's no, what we were saying back yeah, in March. Yep. And nobody was but, happy it was down. But, no. But if it is... We can get through this. We've already planned for this to happen. That's one of the keys in working with us is in working with a professional is going through that worst case scenario and planning that out. And that's you know one of the things that separates us. Um, Psychologically, from, I like that approach. Right. You know, um, I know we got to sneak in a break here in a minute, real quickly. Uh, we're going to get to the sexy segment. In fact, I think Spitz, that's your oh yeah deal today. Yep. You guys are have a pop quiz for me. I failed miserably last time you were on the show. Yeah. Uh, Joe Still, Aaron Spitzner, we call it the Still Spitz Show, are with us today from the Cowal Investment Group on WISN to reach out and talk about your retirement plan. We haven't even mentioned your locations. Let's quickly go over. Your main hub, Waukesha. World headquarters 
in, yes. in Waukesha. World correct. headquartered in Waukesha. And, uh, a the beautiful Racine. office in Port Washington. Oh, I uh, love overlooking that Overlooking the, the harbor. Yeah. yeah. I love going up there. Up in Ozaukee County, Port Washington. I think, I think Mount, Mount Pleasant, the view of Highway 20 and I-94 <laughs> is excellent. So if you, Is that where you are, That's just as good, yes. I yeah. tell you what, we we uh, we remodeled that location, and it's beautiful now. Yeah. you got to go down yeah, there. Yeah, the Racine location out. recently remodeled. The newest location yep. is in Racine, right? That's correct, yeah. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona as well for yep. snowbirds and folks that go down there. There is an office for the Koala investment group the views of highway 20 <laughs> i love right. it uh go to the koalway.com market updates every day on wisn and wiba done by the koal investment group with joe still aaron spitzner i'm paul cronforst the sexy segment we're going to get back to the list of the eight things to consider if you plan to retire that blog is on the website right now it's a good blog it's what we're talking about done by jeff koal it's on the koal way dot com Back with the sexy segment. By the way, you heard some Ted Nugent. I got a great Ted Nugent Christmas song coming up. Going into the next break, you're going to love it, guys. That's a good tease. It's the Still Spitz Show. Still Spitz, meaning Joe Still and Aaron Spitzner from the Kowal Investment Group. In the sexy segment, we talk about wealth management and preservation. Yep. Uh, So what I'm going to talk about today is is what we call the mega backdoor Roth conversion. I think John White was on uh, last week or so. He talked a little bit about Roth IRAs, backdoor Roth conversions. Uh, And one of the areas I wanted to touch on here was this mega backdoor Roth conversion, which takes place in your 401k. Uh, So just as a recap, uh, a Roth IRA, again, you put your money in there after tax. It grows tax-free, and then you take it out. You don't have to pay income tax on it. So it's a, it's a great tool uh, to use. How do you get money in a Roth? Uh, you can do a contribution, um, depending upon your age, six or $7,000 a year. And that's also going to be subject to income limits. So if you're, if you're uh, filing uh, jointly, once you get near that $200,000 mark, you may not be able to contribute to a Roth anymore. Can you set up a Roth to be a monthly deposit like my 401k is yep. at here at work yep, absolutely um it, it just gotta be my, you know mindful of those you don't have limits. to though you could just contribute once every three or four months if you want yep yeah okay. the, yeah the timing is you know depending upon what fits your cash flow really your needs there or your really excess cash um but another way to get money into a roth is if you do a conversion uh with a conversion let's say you had a traditional ira uh, and you want to convert $20,000 to a Roth, you pay tax on that money now, it goes into the Roth, and um, and basically, again, it grows tax-free, it comes out tax-free. Uh, the, the, you know, the downfall of that, if, you're, if you have high income, is that could push you into the next tax bracket. Also, that full conversion amount is going to be taxable to you. Um, so one of the strategies, uh, if you have high income, um, and you've maxed out your 401k contributions, again, you can contribute up to $26,000 uh, in your 401k if you're older than 50. So if you're playing catch up here or if you have high income, you can contribute $26,000. Um, now, let's say you had a match on top of that. So maybe your employer gave you another 4000 So now you're at 30000 a year going into your 401k. But the IRS says you can actually, between your contribution and your and your employer, you can put in, uh, really going into next year, if you're older than 50, you can put in $64,500. So, okay, you're kind of maxed out here. You've hit that $26,000. Your your employer did his share. So 
there's this thing called the after-tax contribution amount in which your money goes in after tax into this 401k plan. Um, and then any of your earnings on that are actually going to be taxable when they come out. So one of the strategies that's used here is you you put as much money as you can into the 401k. So you put uh, up to that max of 64500 So really you'd have about uh, 30000 or so in after tax that went in. And then you convert that to the Roth 401k immediately. So you're really not incurring any additional taxes because mm-hmm. you were taxed on that income anyways. Now you've put it in the Roth within the 401k, and it's going to grow tax-free. The earnings are going to be tax-free when you take it out. Uh, so it's a really good strategy to continue to grow your money tax-free. And Aaron, that could be a Roth could be in addition to a 401k, right? You're this, not limited this, to just one retirement. Yeah, this it. is actually speaking within the 401k plan itself. Oh. All of these mechanics oh. are being done in, in the 401k. Now, now i got to... Some caution here. Not all 401k plans allow these types of things. Some don't even have a four, you know, a Roth option. Some don't have an after-tax option. Uh, so you'd have to have both of those. You'd also have the ability to do an in-plan conversion. Uh, so there's a lot going on there. And if that's, it, it's really, if it's something that appeals to you, if you're listening, um, you know, I can give you kind of the script of what to ask your HR department uh, to figure out if this is available within your plan. Because sometimes too, the hardest part is figuring out, can I do this? Because uh, yeah. you don't know who to call, you well, log also, into the website. You don't let's know you just call be your honest: company. not every HR yeah. person can answer that question. Yep, it depends on where you work and how big the company is. Um, real quickly, some matches stopped when COVID hit. Are are they coming back? What are you guys seeing yeah, I, out there? Yeah, I saw a headline uh, just the other day that that they're starting to turn those you know matches back on. Yeah, uh, you know, I so. That's that's what I'm seeing really in the media. I haven't really been ex, you know exposed to any client or any, anybody that has not had their match over the last couple of months. So uh, I was asking Spencer if they stopped. You don't mind me saying this, Spencer, right? He works at Walmart full time, and uh, they never stop theirs. It's a six percent match. Um, there are some companies <clears throat> I won't mention that have stopped theirs and they haven't brought them back yet. <laughs> Uh, I heard, but I, I won't mention those companies. I, you know, I heard some good news though too about some companies like Uline. Uh, they're giving out some really good year-end bonuses to all their workers, uh, a couple thousand dollars, and you know, depending upon your role. So, as many, it's, it's just an interesting well, environment we're in. It right? is because there was furloughs. There's the winners and there's the clear losers, right? Yes. I, I wish that would get reported more. You know, there's the a good, lot the of positive news. There's a lot of companies out there that have have really been generous. Um, you know, and and have given bonuses to you know their employees in Wisconsin. And you I guys, wish, you I guys, would be you guys understand the media and how it works. Yes, you follow it enough. If it bleeds, it leads. If there's a good COVID news report, they don't even report it. If numbers are down, they you're only seeing the bad stuff, right? Yeah. It's, hey, do you guys mind uh, mind a quick call? Uh, some questions have been hanging on hold. We don't have much time, but we'll quickly try to talk to a couple of you. Judy from Hills Corners. Good morning, Judy. Oh, good morning. I just have a quick question. I have a 457B. It's very restrictive. I only can take out the RMD. But I'm wondering if I need to, because of our age, do changes in the home, uh, like the stairway and things like that, you know, a, a, a machine to take us up and down the stairs. Will the 457B let me take out more? The um, With the 457B is... Uh, I believe you would have an option depending upon your age. Uh, are you still employed? 
No, we're retired, and I won't say my age, but I'm yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, so there should be an option for you to roll those funds out of that plan uh, and into like a uh, qualified account, uh, and then from there you'd have less restrictions on your distributions. And she'd be able to take that, yeah. that right. cash out. Is that yeah, something? No. They've already told me I can't do that. I can only take the R&D. But I, I heard from other people, other 457s, they do let you um, – I work for a nonprofit. And the, they do let you take it out if you need to change your home because of your – you know, you need mm-hmm. something to get up and down the stairs. Are you working with a planner, Judy, at all? No. Is this something you could help her with off the air, Joe? Yeah, this is definitely something. There, there are some um, – options i think based on your situation uh that you could take the money out but i i would have to look at that plan to see it it, i haven't heard of a situation where you're restricted other than maybe if it's in an annuity yeah um and judy you mentioned your your friends too and just because we're on a radio show we can't dive into this too in depth i'm going to give you a phone number and it's just for the Cowell Investment Group. Call them and ask for one of the guys. But, one, Joe but, Still. Yeah, just one thing, too, uh, and, I, and I just had this conversation with, with a client the, uh, the other day. Um, debt is extremely cheap right now. Um, and if you're looking at, if you have equity in your home, um, looking at using your home to borrow some money to put improvements in your home might be a better option because that interest rate is so low and you keep right. your IRA money or your you know qualified money invested where you're earning and you're not four taking or five out percent. of that 457 yeah, yeah. so uh, that might be a, a situation to explore it, so too. Judy there's a lot of ways to go here um and if you I get it if you don't remember the number just remember the Kowal investment group but it's 262 522 Two six two five two two forty forty, and please give them a call. They can walk you through this and look and try to help you, especially if you're not working with an advisor right now. It's a good question, and it kind of goes into play with what all of us do. Can I take this money out if I've got RMD? She is retired, so right. um, we got a little pop quiz coming up and some Ted Nugent music that we are all looking forward to. When we come back, I'm not looking forward to the pop quiz because I fail them miserably every time, but you guys have one for me. And we'll come back with that. That was the sexy segment. We got a good question in there. And we'll take a quick break on the retirement clinic. It's the Still Spitz Show. Joe Still, Aaron Spitzner, thekowalway.com for more information on WIBA and WISN. The retirement clinic will be right back. What do you think? Ted Nugent? Oh, I love it. Deck the Halls. I mean, there's so much Mannheim. We play a lot of uh, Trans-Siberian. But don't forget there's some... ACDC does Mistress for Christmas. Not appropriate, probably, in a family (laughs) show. But it's a really good song. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. The Retirement Clinic. We don't have much time left, but it's pop quiz time on the Still Spitz version with Joe Still and Aaron Spitzner. Okay. Yeah, this is a retirement income quiz. And so I have, I'll pull out a couple of these questions and we'll see if we can stump Paul. Here. All right. All right. What percentage of the income of older Americans comes from Social Security? So what percentage of income yeah. of older Americans comes from Social Security? 12 percent, 25 percent, or 33 percent? 33. 
bam, you got it. Yep, yep. So the, you in just other stop words, right there. Just stop. I'm done. Even, yep. Just walk, walk <laughs> just away. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one, this one shouldn't be tough either. So a pension from an employer can provide a steady stream of income in retirement, mailbox income. What percentage of non-union workers have access to a pension plan today? So what percentage of non-union workers have access to a pension plan today? The three options, 17%, 36%, or 63%. 17. Bam. You got it. Yeah. That's not meant, In other words, low. God, That's I'm on a roll. Keep two. going. We got yeah. time. All right. Let me get a little tougher one. All right. Oh, here's a tough one. <laughs> so what type of annuity can give you a regular fixed payment during retirement in exchange for a lump sum investment. So what type of annuity can give you a regular fixed payment during retirement in exchange for a lump sum? An indexed annuity, a variable annuity, or an immediate annuity? Immediate. Dang it, you got it. I want to try to stump you here. Can we just tell people that you did not give me these? No, I I had no idea what you were asking. Pop quiz. You're nailing all of these. Okay, here's another one. When is an opportune time to convert a traditional IRA to a Roth? So do a Roth conversion. When is the opportune time to do a Roth conversion? During a leap year, when your portfolio has taken a significant loss, or when income tax rates have risen sharply? When tax rates have risen sharply. Nope. When your portfolio has taken a significant loss. Crap. I got so one. this year was a great year in when the market took a, a huge dive. To convert? To do that Roth IRA convert. conversion. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I if learned that. If income tax rates go up, you don't want to do it because right. you have to pay the tax on it. I, I tried to get, I, I didn't want to be too smart, so I tried to get one wrong. Okay. You know, right, otherwise you, yeah, people yeah, think I'm cheating. Yeah, yeah. So again, the Cowal Investment Group, here are the locations, Port Washington up in Ozaukee County, the world headquarters in Waukesha, Phoenix, Arizona, and the beautiful view of Highway 20, yep. Spitzner mentioned, in Racine. It's right at Highway 20. We are going to be out of time this week, so quickly, Merry Christmas, Joe Still and Aaron Spitzner. Merry Christmas, Paul. Thank and uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to everyone out there. Have a great holiday season. I know it's it's tough times, but um, you know, keep your keep your head up. Have a have a good holiday season. See you guys. The website thekowalway.com.